you. Hony, homey tight. Hold What's me? a hony? Hold me. You did not pronounce I that. Said, hold D. me. There was no D in that. It was hony, homey tight. Guess what else isn't getting a D in that? <laughs> I mean. Wow. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of We Need to Talk About Horror, presented by DestroyTheBrain.com. 55! God damn it. I'm Andy Treffenbach. Jeremy Jones. I'm Rin Maddox. And I'm Niles Maddox. And today we will be talking about Spider Baby, directed by Jack Hill, uh, because we lost Sid Haig. Um, kind of a bummer. No, it's definitely a bummer. Definitely. Um, and... I think this is a movie that a lot of people don't necessarily talk about when talking about this catalog. So we got some events coming up. Uh, Well, first off, hold on, guys. Happy October. Happy October. It is October 1st as of this recording. Yeah. It's our fucking season. Dude, this is the season. And then uh, those fuckers are going to ruin it once it's done with Thanksgiving and Christmas. I mean, gross. Yeah. Super happy about... uh, you know, Halloween month. Hell yeah. September was just Halloween Eve month. True. <laughs> <laughs> I but, feel like June was uh, Halloween Eve month. It's always Halloween, let's yeah. be honest. But uh, yeah, we got some cool events coming up in October. We have uh, the Fun House, October 11th and 12th for Hell Late yeah. Night Grindhouse. And uh, super stoked about that. At, that's at the Pair, 10 p.m., um, eight bucks to get in. And the Nightmare Shop boys will be there as well. If you're not familiar with the Nightmare Shop, please pay them a visit at thenightmareshopllc.com. They're real cute. They are. Uh, then after a week after that, on the 18th, is our final horror trivia night for 2019. Uh, the tickets are up. We are doing brown paper tickets. I would recommend that you go to destroythebrain.com or on Facebook uh, and search for Destroy the Brain. Dot com and look at our events uh, to buy them that way. Or you can go through the Heavy Anchors Facebook page. Or you can go page. to that. Yeah, yeah, that's the other way. And uh, yeah, it's 10 bucks per team. You just need one person for your team to buy them. Yes, I heard stories last night of apparently peop- whole teams buying tickets thinking oh, everyone needed to. I, I think we'll be okay. Wait, this whole was- teams for some other event? Yes, when okay. they were first, when Heavy Anchor first started doing this for their bigger nights, um... I guess somebody, one or two teams thought they had to buy each buy a ticket. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. They didn't ask for their money back, so whatever. (laughs) Or do that. But, yeah, yeah, the other thing is I don't know what we're capping the teams at. 20 to 25 teams. I mean, we Um, had 25 last I asked what capacity was last night, and they said 25 teams. Yeah. That's capacity for well, the bar. Well, no, I'm just oh. saying, like, some teams are not five people. Exactly. They'll probably be, like, two people. It's, I, depends on tickets. Sure, 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 sure. And, unfortunately, with brown paper tickets, it doesn't necessarily tell you how many people are going to be on your team, so. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. Just pay one person, so have a team leader. Make it official and have them pay it. You need it, a Team Dad, yeah, Team Dad, and it is a dollar fifty or dollar forty nine processing fee. So whatever, yeah. Um, but we would highly recommend you pay for it prior because uh, if July was any indication, I don't know what October is going to be. But oh my God, July was crazy, popping. Yeah, it was popping. Well, and you got to look at it like this: it is on a Friday night, you know, right? 
how many? It's people a Friday night in October. So let's see if all those people time. who always promised they would come if it was a Friday night will <laughs> watch it be dead. Now's your time to shine. <laughs> yeah, but I it, find that highly unlikely. What to be dead? Yes. Uh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be okay, honey. And then on the nineteenth, um, somewhat hosting the bastard Halloween show at the Heavy Anchor, and what we're doing for both nights since they're back to back is we're going to decorate the heavy anchor with Halloween nonsense and just leave it up for the next night. And then, Jeremy, do you want to yeah, talk about your so, thingy? Uh, <coughs> Not your kinda, thingy, though. <laughs> we need to talk about my thingy. That's a different... Uh, that's going to be the fourth podcast we do on this channel. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm doing a Friday the 13th-themed cocktail pop-up on Monday the 21st of October was an idea I kind of had kicking around. I had a friend take over <clears throat> as kind of the GM at a place, uh, J Smug's Gastro Pit, which is connected to Gaslight Studios and on Shaw, yeah, which is in the hill, and asked me for ideas. And I was like, well, I've got this. And she got the go-ahead from the owner, who's kind of excited about it. So, yeah, yeah they're not normally open Monday nights, so... Oh, gonna, so yeah. they're opening up just for you. Yes. Nice. So <clears throat> are we looking at, like, there's going to be movies playing in the background? There's going to be movies playing in the background. Um, I've got some ideas kicking around for, like, camp activities. Kind of the whole vibe is going to be, like, the last night at camp. Okay. okay. Are we going to uh, make boondoggles? If you want. Is there going to be horseback riding and archery? Oh, there'll be some horse. There'll be some horseback riding, but it might not be that kind. Like, kind a, pony, of you, like a pony race? Like the kind that gets you killed. No pony races. <laughs> I am retired from the circuit. Are you going to go make glue now? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I should. I'll be sniffing glue. Um, we'll oh. be doing like themed cocktails. Food will be available. That was kind of a big sticking point. Yeah. Um, I've even got some NA options for the people who don't don't drink. But yeah, we'll have uh, some of the movies on in the background. But it's not like a movie night for sure. Atmosphere though. Yeah. Oh, cool. absolutely. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. We're Joe. just showing Jason Goes to Hell on repeat all night. <laughs> Jason X? No, Jason Goes to Hell. Maybe Jason X for an encore. Yeah, you never know. All right. Yeah. Cool. Should be fun. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash destroy the brain or through our inclusive group. I'm just going to say a different word, different adjective. I think you're just going to be confused every You just got to figure out what you want to yes. say. Yeah. Our Facebook group. Called. Facebook group for this podcast. Yes. Yes. There we go. Facebook.com slash group slash we need to talk about horror. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at destroy the brain. And uh, don't forget our good old website, destroy the brain.com. So let's go ahead and get into what we've been watching. Hey, what you been watching? Oh, you're starting with me. Yeah, let's th- let's fuck. Well, hold on. Well, yeah. he's well prepared. Okay, so horror movie wise, I watched. <laughs> well, we might as well. <laughs> we need to talk about rom coms. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll be on that one too. Fuck. Okay. Well, I almost talked about nail in the coffin, but whatever. That's, that's a, a doc. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Made in Manhattan. Uh, actually, yeah. <laughs> you watching some J Lo? You catching up before you watch Hustlers? 
So I watched, it's not all horror. It's a documentary called Nail in the Coffin, yeah. The Fall and Rise of Vampiro. And the reason oh, why nice. I'm bringing yeah. that up is because Vampiro, uh, if you're not familiar with him, is a Canadian wrestler that got imported into Mexico to do uh, Lucha Libre mm. wrestling. And he became like Canadian this- Canadian wrestler is redundant. No, wow, that is true. Our friend Mark Nadeau is actually a referee now. <gasps> Hell yeah, good yeah. on him. So anyway, um, Vampiro, he became like this kind of heartthrob figure in Lucha Libre. Yeah. He didn't wear a mask, you know. Uh, he he was this like dreaded, uh, long-haired dude that dr- dressed in kind of like skull makeup. Like, oh yeah, you know, that white... Skull yeah, that's, makeup. That's totally relevant to us then. Yeah. yeah. And um, at one point, you know, he shows up in the WCW uh, with the Misfits. Okay. Yeah, when yeah. the Misfits, for a short stint, wrestled, quote unquote. That was after RoboCop saved Sting <laughs> yes. at uh, Capital Punishment. Was that? Uh, 90. The pay-per-view 90 for the uh, part two tie-in. It was 90. Yeah. yeah okay. But anyway, um, it's kind of an interesting. Uh, it is an interesting story about him, um, it, and especially with the WCW thing. It's like, you know, Sting was doing the crow makeup, and yeah. he comes in with like skull makeup. It doesn't. They always associated them with him, but um, they were totally separate. And Vampiro had like a very long career that just wasn't really recognized in the U.S. Okay, um, so there was a lot of hard adapt adaptability about it but also wcw is a fucking train wreck anyway if you read into that i I forget how long their tenure well well they got bought out um probably around 2001 yeah so i mean they were around for a while but like they you know they were not talked about as well in light of like wwf or whatever yeah um Basically, I think they got bought out because they were about to go bankrupt and all this other shit. It was just mismanaged. Anyway, this story is just really, it's kind of interesting because he is, you know, Canadian and he had to learn how to speak Spanish (laughs) and he learns it very well and now he's very bilingual and now he spends his time, he somewhat wrestles, but of course, like if you've ever seen the wrestler or know anything about that career, right. the longer no. you're into it, the more injuries you have. Absolutely, he does a lot of stuff behind the scenes, mm-hmm. coordinating fights um, and matches, and some of the choreography. And he, I, I think he's even a commentator on El Rey Network's mm-hmm. Lucha Underground as well. Is that right. still going on? Uh, I don't know. Because I don't have El Rey, yeah. and that's the shitty thing. Um, but yeah, it feels like maybe they only did like three or four seasons. I want to say at I least three. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can think of that this reminds me of is like the Jake the Snake documentary that came kind out of. not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, there, there's... <clears throat> which, yeah, you were talking about like watching a body just, <laughs> just become undone well, <laughs> from all that. There's some similar exertion. Yeah, his is like way sadder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but, for sure. But it, it's a really good documentary. Unfortunately, I don't know when it's going to be available. It's picked up by Raven Banner in Canada. Um, it played at Fantastic Fest. So, uh, was that the premiere? Yes, it okay. was. Okay. So, and it was really cool. Uh, Mike wrote up a review for it and the review was shared by Vampiro himself on Facebook. Oh, so yeah. that was cool. 
Um, but yeah, it's a really great documentary. And, uh, you know, like Mike says in his review, which you can read on destroythebrain.com, he didn't know shit about him and wasn't, he's not really into wrestling. So, um, for a documentary to kind of win somebody like that over right. means it's something. I so, mean, shit, I'll watch yeah. a documentary on anything. Yeah. Honestly. Same. So that's, again, Nail in the yeah. Coffin, The Fall and Rise of Vampiro. Hopefully it's, um, maybe it'll be out, like, on demand uh, later this year or early next year. Jerome. I watched Possum on Prime. <laughs> I've been interested in this. What? That's a movie? That's the name of no, a movie. No, it is a movie. It came out, I believe, last year, 2018. And if you saw the cover for it, you'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Does it look badass? It's, uh... Possums are scary. No, it, it, <laughs> it actually does, to do it has nothing to do with a possum. Okay. It's like a spider crawling out of a bag on the poster. Um, well, now now it's terrified. Yeah. Was the spider playing possum? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe. Was it so, Josh's Blu-ray bag? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so it's a British film, and it's about a um, children's like entertainer, I think, had his own show who something happened where he's not on the show anymore and he's basically trying to get rid of this he was a uh, he's a ventriloquist and he's trying to get rid of the like figure dummy he has um i it's definitely told from his point of view so you don't know if everything's actually happening so um like this all might be in his head kind of a thing yeah, uh, just the way things kind of like he keeps getting rid of it, but it keeps coming back, and oh, okay. you don't know if he's really getting rid of it. Um, it it's a trip. Like I don't really want to say a lot about it because I didn't know anything much going in. Yeah, and I think that's probably the best way yeah. to go into it, right? I'll just say, yeah, he's an unreliable narrator. Is this Dead Silence? Are you? <laughs> no. Okay. Sounds similar to Dead Silence, but right now, but yeah. so it's about a ventriloquist who's dummy. Well, no, it's not like it's not like magic yeah, or dead silence. It's dude, more like magic is so good. Something something happened. And they're not really saying okay. what. They kind of hint at something he's accused of. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. And he's like living with an abusive stepfather. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Jeremy's trying to keep it a mystery, yeah. so in case you want to watch it. Again, because I didn't know I didn't know much about it. So Yeah. And I kinda like Going into movies blind. Yeah. All right. Rin. I watched uh, the Japanese thriller audition uh, all by myself, which was very fun. Niles has discouraged me from watching this (laughs) the whole time we've been together, and I don't honestly understand why. Because I I don't want you to cut my fucking head off with (laughs) piano wire. It'll be like your foot and your tongue and maybe a few fingers first if you've seen the movie. Um, Anyway, it is about a widower whose son decides to tell him, Dad, can you just start dating? I want to see you happy. Dad has a friend who's a film producer, and he's like, oh, hey, we'll just audition all these women, and you get to have your pick, which feels a little oh, wrong. Yeah. That's how it works yeah. over there. <laughs> I don't think Where they does, read their bud. books backwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. I can't stand you. <laughs> wow. Um, That's what it looks like in the movie. It's like if you're like a wealthy to-do man and you need a lady, we'll audition one for you. Right? No, you can no. tell that the main character the whole time is He's very uncomfortable with, with the whole yeah. thing. No, it's greasy. 
It's super greasy. He's not the greasy one. He's just well, going with he it. He kind of is by agreeing kinda to do greasy. it. Bud. If you have to turn your wife's picture around, yeah, that's yeah. a little greasy. Yeah. Anyway. I have to do that every time I eat soup. Okay. <laughs> what? His soup's not clean. Soup, my soup is not clean. It is not Panera soup. Gross. Anyway, your thoughts? I really enjoyed it. It was really chilling. I enjoyed seeing the girl that he is interested in um, on her own within her home, just waiting for him to call her. Did you her. know about that scene? The bag? What do you mean, what did I know? Did you know Did you like, know about it before? before I knew nothing about okay. this movie. I just knew that my husband didn't want me to watch it, so it made me want to <laughs> <Yeah>. watch it. <laughs> That's how it works. So, it took the whole dad approach. I Don't mean, you dare do this thing. <laughs> He's had this movie on the shelf forever, and I've seen the cover art forever. I knew that obviously something disturbing with Piano Wire has to happen. Yes. Obviously, I don't know about the dance teacher and like all the creepy uh, stuff that goes uh, on yeah. with that. Um, I really liked all of the spooky imagery. the The bag was was yeah, fun because um, that's what got me first time I watched. It. Right before the bag even starts moving, I was like, "Oh shit! What the fuck's what the fuck's in <laughs> well, that bag yeah, over yeah. there?" Well, and, I uh, mean, if you dig that, we'll watch uh, Ichi the Killer next if you want. Okay. Oh, okay. Boy. That's. That's a different tone, though. Yeah. These are the only two ones I like, actually, so. Oh, you didn't like uh, Masters of Horror imprint? Or Gozu? Oh, I saw imprint forever ago, and um, (laughs) that one stuck with me. Yeah. Yeah, It's good. Like the bamboo? Yeah. Or or the roots? Yeah. Or uh, the teeth? Have you ever watched uh, Happiness of the Katakuri? Oh, no. I do like that one. That one's cute. Are you talking about Karakura Town? Because that's from Bleach. No, it. Oh, oh my God, nobody gives a shit. Anyway. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. No. Bow, bow. It is a lighthearted film you did. It's actually very. It's a. It's a good movie. It's sound of music with like fucked up. Yeah. Zombies? No. Yeah. So the Nazis are zombies? Nope. No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Nope. Why is the nuns are zombies? What? Sound of music, but they're Nazis and there's no singing. I thought that was done. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. But yeah, uh, I was, I was staring, because I couldn't remember if I picked up the Arrow Blu-ray. I did, and I do want to put that on my 31 Days of Horror as a rewatch. What? Audition. Audition. Who has time to actually watch 31 horror movies? Have you sat at this table before? No, I I was talking about doing it. I just want to challenge. You'd be surprised how many movies you actually watch in a month. I'm I'm sure you you're close to. I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch a horror movie every day. Well, yeah. You. I could binge watch two to three. Well, yeah. I've done it today. I did. I mean, I did it two (laughs) years ago, and there were days I had to do like two or three because I knew I wouldn't be able to watch anything. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, audition. Which um, I don't know if that's available on Prime or anything. Let me let me look real quick. Let me see if it pops up on anything. I mean, it is I'm through Arrow, so it. okay. Well, I'm not seeing just it. Just buy the Blu-ray or the DVD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Noils. So I actually, I think three of us went to a screening of the Class of 1984. Yeah. Followed by Class of 1999. Which yeah. I don't which, think I've ever seen. I yeah. wish I stayed for it because I haven't seen it. And it sounds well, like well, it sounds like my brain of bullshit. <laughs> oh no, you would have yeah, you would have been balls deep in that movie, dude. <laughs> um, but seriously, uh, yeah. So Don at the record space, uh, kind of we did like a co-hosting at uh, Heavy Anchor, 
Um, but yeah, no, it was the first one, uh, class of 1984, a blast. I was, it was absolutely yeah, it's a better, great movie. better than I thought it was it's going to be. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, basis synopsis. You know, the synopsis of it is basically you have this high school that is, you know, 19, it, it's basically, uh, what's the Gangster's Paradise movie with Michelle oh, Pfeiffer? Oh, really? Dangerous Minds? Yeah. Dangerous Minds? It's, no, it's, it's more like fucking Lean on Me. If yeah, anything. okay. It's like Lean on Me. So you got, uh, you got, or what's that Sasha Mitchell movie where he's like uh, the substitute? No, he's not in the substitute. <laughs> the principal? Sequel. It's not the principal. I don't. Doesn't know. matter. Maybe it's okay. the principal too. Yeah, Boy Meets World. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Mr. Feeney, and he's. <laughs> I would watch that. Anyway, so you have you have the cool hip, you know. I'm I'm a teacher who's gonna make changes, and he shows up to the school, and basically everyone's beaten, downtrodden. Hey, did you bring your gun to, you know? <laughs> it's stand and deliver meets uh, yeah, yeah, the that's new what, kids. That's what it is. So you have, actually, it seems like most of the kids at the school aren't really that bad, except for one gang of, like, punks. Yeah. And they're also the drug dealers, drug dealers in the school. So and maybe sex traffickers. Yeah, they they might be selling Pimps. ladies. Pimps. Yep. Um, but yeah, so then they bring in, um, you know, they're... I mean, it's like a brand of justice, I guess, right? Well, yeah. I mean, they fuck with the teacher, and then, yeah, yeah. The teacher decides he's not going to take it. No, no more. he's not going to take it no more. So, and you know, I'm just saying, little it. Michael J. Fox is in there. So you got little Michael J. Fox. He's baby faced, and he's trying to, you know, stop his friend from buying the drugs. And then, yeah, you know, I don't know. It, it's very. I mean, if you dig '80s, fucking teenage. I don't even consider it's really it's horror, but not boner jams. I mean, it's a thriller. It's a punk eighty-two thriller. boner yeah. jams. Like if you're watching Suburbia and yeah. Repo Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, Repo Man, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Th- this is a cool little follow-up. Or if you just want to be like, oh, Lean on Me and Class of 1984. That's what the white kids do, right? <laughs> that's the white kid problems. No, but I was pleasantly surprised. I added it to my Amazon to purchase. Q, so yeah, I think uh, after watching it, I definitely want to buy. It's that. got a decent story, and I, the the main teacher who's basically trying to defend his living and his life, and because they get involved in everything with him, and right. you're just like, I mean, he's good. He sells it. I yeah, think he's a really. It's I forget that actor's name. Same, same. You were about to. You were trying to think, think of it too. Uh-huh. But anyways, yeah. If you haven't checked uh, it out and you dig, yeah. If you dig, punk, I'll say punk rock, yeah. my <laughs> one criticism is actually this isn't of the movie, but it is of director Mark Lester, who thinks he's fucking like a prophet for this movie. Yeah. I predicted all this stuff would happen with this movie. It is available on Amazon Prime. Yeah, no, no, for sure. That's uh, actually how I watched. Oh, okay, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, first, yeah, again. Okay, I was gonna say I watched, oh, wait, I watched it again Ooh. a little bit. It's cool. I liked it. Yeah, no, um, it's it's good stuff. Did you want? I mean, I know it's kind of cheating. Did you want to talk about class of nineteen ninety nine a little bit? I mean, how it's totally different. So tone is it totally different than class of ninety nine part two? Uh, yeah, that that one's really shitty. From so what I remember, it made sense with the night because you know we got into the bar and we're drinking. And by the time we got through 1984, I was drunk enough to accept 1999. Yeah, yeah. that's it, true. That's it true. is a. Com- it's like so. Take the first movie, but then it's add, Escape from New York. Yes, in a high school. Robots and post-apocalyptic nonsense with yeah. kids who still have to go to school, which I don't know how. The, so if you're 
<laughs> if you're really a rebel, you still have to go to yeah. school. Pam Greer's a robot. Stacy Keach is a badass. Malcolm McDowell is the uh, yeah. principal. It's great. I mean, it was fun. However, with that said, I don't know if I would spend $25 on that Vestron Blu-ray. Yeah. Hopefully somebody sells that for cheaper on like Facebook and I could pick it up. Because it is, I think it is fun, but it is one of those fun movies that you have to watch. Oh, it's a group watch. Drunk. Oh, yeah. and drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's all right. Anyway. Okay, cool. So that's class of 1984 and 99. Uh, you don't need Same to see director. part two. Oh, yeah. So that Mark Luster is directing. You uh, would have no idea. He directed Firestarter. Oh, really? Yeah. And now's is about to. Right. But now's is okay. about to borrow Firestarter. Oh. That's why I put that in there. Uh. Um, I guess we should. We all watched. <laughs> I'm just going to do another double feature, I guess. Hell House LLC 3. Yeah. Make a fire. Um, <laughs> wish it never existed. <laughs> well, and that's yeah, that's yeah. how we felt about the last one, which is unfortunate. Yeah, this one's worse, I think. One was so good. One. And we may talk about away. it later this month. Calm yeah. down about one. We might be talking about Okay. There is a reason we needed to watch two. And there's a reason we were like, Come on, three. Yeah. Because the first one is phenomenal for being yes. a low-budget, scary movie. Yeah. Like, what I consider scary, that's what this movie is. Yes. Now, what had happened was the director was like, <laughs> so the people want more, so I better start showing them more. And whenever yeah. you do that, and a movie that works because you don't so show anything... You lose that exact thing that made the movie good. And it's almost like he... So he started making those mistakes, I feel like, in part two. Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then, but then he doubles down in three. He wants the, con- the full where, circle conclusion. But when he's cutting back to like, oh, there's this person, then he cuts back to footage of them in one of the previous movies, it's like you were just insulting. So, yeah, part yeah. three's like biggest problem the audience. is the cutscenes. There is no reason for them. There's no reason that anyone is watching this movie not seeing the first one. So there's no reason to yeah. continuously cut back and forth nonstop. Also, yes. big pet peeve with me was the giant amount of added digital effects of like, ooh, there's fuzzing. Like the stupid. Yeah. Yeah. The you bl- get, like blips. Yeah. The blips yeah. and Something's bloops about and, to happen. Oh, shit. Here comes the scary computer it, monsters. That was. The charm of one is that they didn't really play the... Sometimes you knew something was going to happen, but... I think there was, like, one time where it worked. Yeah. Um, where you got to see, like, a ghost figure or something. Sure. It was that in first walk... In between. It was that first walkthrough. Yeah. When the lights go out. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, and, I, and that's the thing. It's like, I feel so bad. Like, I don't like battering a movie and basically being like, don't watch this. But if you like the first one, don't watch the second one. Yeah, I, I feel that the second and third one are going to kind of sour such a, the first one. It's one of those things that, like, I wish he would have taken what he got the, uh, praise-wise from the first one. I don't know if anyone give a shit about it. I bought the director's cut just because it was on DVD. And yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't care. Because I was like, I love this movie and I want to support this person yes what i wanted him to do was create something completely different why don't you go make another great movie dude like uh-huh. instead of just like do playing off different. of this yes i don't know anyway so that's uh Hell us Lake. destroying yeah. Hell Lake of but Fire. then we followed it up with 
Amityville, nineteen ninety two. It's, it's about, about time. time. Oh my god, this was this was a gem. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun, um, and I I've, I'm very happy that it's in that Amityville set that Vinegar Syndrome's putting out. Hell yeah, one down out of the four. I think I we know. yeah, I think we know my feelings about this movie. Yeah, Niles was fun. not too fond of it. I thought it was a delight. Right? Yeah. It's great. It's fun. That's <laughs> just staring. Watch it wasn't it. very good, but it was no, enjoyable. Well, no, but it's enjoyable as shit. Yeah, it's I feel like I missed out on the one before that. I, I think I should have started the, the trilogy of oh. objects with the, was it the mirror? Uh, it is a quad- quadrilogy. Okay. I apologize. Yeah. First one's Would a Would you lamp. say a quadrilogy? Qua, qua, qua. I will say, you know- qua? It was better than I thought it was going to be. Hell yeah. Tony can Randall. I can I give you that? It was yeah. as entertaining uh more than I don't know, an episode of Full House. I thought <laughs> it was like an episode of Full House, but the but clock out. Yeah, pretty much. The house with the clock in its walls yeah. by the yeah. end of it. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fun. Uh it's not a great movie, but it's it's another group watch, but I don't think it's as bad as like the other group watch we were talking about with um, Class of 1999. Like, oh, I think no, I think 99 was way better. Well, well. We'll see about that. Dude, that ending of... I'm, what, you didn't like the ending? I don't even remember. It was insanity. Well, you were also... I think we were shit-faced. <laughs> Some people were, yeah. It was the clocks and time and... <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's about time. A lot of glass blocks inside the house. The movie the house. is about time. Very 90s. My yeah. dad was in that one. That movie is so 90s, it has it in the title. 1992. Right. It's about time. Electric Boogaloo. Flip. Anyway, yeah. I thought it was fun, and I'm going to be happy when I I give it 10 out of 10 Amityville houses. There we go. <laughs> 10 okay. out of 10 haunted objects. I will say that I think I enjoyed it so much because Jeremy was there. <laughs> I think that's probably it. And this really, is probably yeah, I mean, the, he was hyping it the whole time. Like, he's like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Isn't this great? <laughs> hey, hey, you. Do you get another beer? Oh, let's go. Hey, kid. Let's let's go shotgun some Natter Days. <laughs> was that wasn't my idea? It was my idea no, because I was watching Amityville nineteen ninety two. Yeah, I bet you it was real sticky. Uh, the next no, we day. did that before. Hell House, and we needed it before Hell House. I feel like you guys doing a shotgun race on our uh, porch kept the raccoons away. <laughs> You're welcome. Cool, cool. All right, Jeremy, what's uh, your third and final movie? Did I talk about more than one? Nope. Nope. And you just talked about two. two. Oh fuck me! <laughs> yeah, and one of them was the one I was going to talk about, so I just crossed out that. Shit. Okay, Jeremy, talk about your next one. Um, I'm gonna have to jump to a TV show because I really can't think of movies I've been watching lately. Um, because when I go to Dead Zone, I don't really pay attention. Okay. Uh, I started American Horror Story 1984. Oh yeah, same as I'm excited as of to this hear. recording. It is two episodes in. Uh, third episode I think is tomorrow. Yeah. As we're as yeah. we're recording, yeah, it'll yeah. be out uh, by then. Never watched American Horror Story. Just really. Never really, Check I don't know. Check out season one at least. Never really did it for me. Or like never kind of Season one's me. good, but the rest of the series, it can I, get slow. It's like four or five episodes and then I'm out. I liked the, I, the New Orleans Witches. I thought that was an okay Coven. one. Coven. Coven was mm. okay. Freak Show is decent. F- freak Show I did not care for. Uh, mm, okay. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Anyway. Um, 
you know, with the reveal that it was a slasher, I was like, ah, okay, I'll give it a chance. Um, and so, for, you know, first episode is good. It's not doing. I think this is kind of consensus, like you said, and I've seen like Hafner say it is uh-oh. not do. What's just not doing any. The first episode is. It's not really pushing it. Not really pushing anything. It's going through. And there might be something interesting going on. There though. is. There is. Um, I mean, it's enjoyable. You know, so it's a summer camp. It's Camp Redwood and kind of, you know, north. It's L.A. Um, all these, like, people at a gym go. It's sometimes just a little too, like, cheeky with It's the very 80s. on the nose with yeah. certain things, but. Where, you know, they make, like, a. <laughs> joke you know they're at a aerobics class and they make a joke about yeah. you know per, what is it perfect the john travolta yeah, yeah, yeah. jamie lee curtis and maybe. jane fonda yeah oh that rolling yeah. stone article yeah um here's the thing like i think this is gonna be a tough season i think for a lot of people because you have a decent amount of people that are like friday the 13th fans and love that aesthetic and they're like oh it's gonna be american horror story with friday the 13th which technically it is yeah um, Even though the killer's a little cropsy, like which is I think a good that's thing. Cool. Yeah, there's, I, there's enough references. Spoilers, like you see his face. It's John Carroll Lynch, right? You see his face in the first episode, and I love him as yeah, an actor. Absolutely, so I'm I'm in. But um, yeah, like it, it is very on the nose with certain things. There was one reveal that was done in the second episode that I like, and if hopefully I, they explore, I did too, and I hope they explore that. Um, but yeah, and I don't know, like I do not like the retrofitting of a character or well, a real life figure. Oh, yeah. I do not like that. <sighs> that I think it's like, a little forced. What? The and we're trying to be secretive because like we don't we're not secretive. I mean, it just what we, you're saying is there's a character in here that is a real is, person. There is yes. a real person that shows up and it makes z- Ronald I can kind of see Oh man, if only it was the guy. He is in the credits. Is it Richard Greco? No, oh, no, and it's not. Um, uh, I can't even come up with a good one. Emilio so. Estevez, <laughs> no, the mighty, du- the mighty ducks man himself, Annie Hoosier. Yeah, um, so I don't think that. Okay, so I'll be honest. I've seen most of the seasons. I've seen yeah. up to. I think the. Uh, what was the last? No, one? we haven't Hotel. watched like three of them. Yeah, we that's fine. Hotel, I like, still watched like five of them. I mean, I just know for a fact it takes a little bit for the story to like get some umph to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you know what happens is I usually end up loving the middle of it, and then it goes usually kind of goes the shit or goes a different direction by the end. And it's like okay, they had to like yeah. pump out thirty episodes instead of. 15 like they probably should and so far this this season seems consistent with past seasons where it's going to take a little bit of warming up right. to but and but well th- that's it, the thing that always kind of annoyed me is like okay we should fully get the the gist of what this show's trying to do by the third episode i feel yeah yeah um I so I, I was always just kind of intrigued because i felt like a lot of people who watch american horror story i mean a lot of people I know that are like, I would say, hardcore horror fans, and then people who never watch it, right? Like people I've worked with who are like, "Oh yeah, new season." It's like, what? What? And it's a, okay, and I, you know, I'm not trying to knock it. It is. Yeah. A, it's like The Walking Dead. It's a yes. generic show it's, that yeah. most people can like. It's an entry. Nothing wrong with that. Exa- no, not I'm at all. Just saying that they try to pander to 
everyone. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, sometimes you don't have to be, exclu- you know, you can pan, like, I don't want to say pander, but you can be like, I guess more of a gateway to something without having to yeah, have no. all of the, like, you're right. You know, you're right. Unfortunately, it feels like all the stuff I do like gets canceled. <laughs> right. But uh, and I guess this is the last season. Is that officially? What, is that what they're claiming? I thought so. Oh, is it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if this one does well, I doubt it. But I feel okay. like, yeah, I feel like they said that uh, last season and the season before when they did like Apocalypse. Yeah, I didn't see Apocalypse. I, yeah, I think we stopped halfway in Hotel. Yeah. I loved Lady Gaga in it. I'm not going to lie. I thought she was great. But then it was like, it's one of those things, like every season's like a hundred different stories into one. And it's like, if they just would shorten the season and like stick to one story, I think it'd be a lot. Yeah. I'll stick with it because it's already better than uh, the third season of Slasher. I I have. It's got a really, I stopped like after the third episode because it was just garbage. Garbage. Yeah. And it wasn't even fun garbage. No. It's like know. I get it. Everyone here is shitty in this show, but we started. Well, actually, last night we started a was it two second or two sentence horror? Oh, I did too. I thought about doing that. I did the first one, and I was like, eh. That's yep. Yeah, that was exactly it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, like we didn't know what it was, and it was just like popped up. Mm-hmm, on, was it Netflix? Mm-hmm. It popped up on. Yeah, it was and like, like, hey, like I can watch the, the first thing, like the C dub, and I was like, nope, nope. nope. I mean, I we're going like, out for a smoke. So wait, it's. <laughs> A CW show that's yes, on? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. It's like Niles said while we were watching it, Lifetime presents a horror movie. Hey, I heard that uh, remake of Watcher in the Woods they did last year was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Hand That Rocks the Cradle was pretty great. Fuck yeah. Wait, they remade that? No, I'm talking oh, about the Hand That okay. Rocks the Cradle. Okay. Okay. Anywho. What else you got, Ren? I... Got things. Uh, I watched Murder Party. Niall says that I've seen this before. Yes. She's seen it. She has literally seen it twice. You pay attention when I watch things with Niles, apparently. So I've decided to start watching movies on my own. Uh, watched Murder Party. Uh, super fun flick. Uh, lonely nerdy dude. I'm going to call him that. Although he'd probably fit into this group well. Um, he is just strolling about Halloween Eve. And rent some VHS tapes. Right, rent some VHS tapes, whatever the fuck those are. And uh, <laughs> he looks down on his walk home, and he sees a super fancy invitation, and he picks it up, and he's like, "Oh, look at this! A mysterious invitation to a super cool party that says murder party on it. I'm gonna go." So he makes himself a little outfit out of cardboard and duct tape, and he says bye to his cat. Regards. Yes, Sir Lancelot. Could you please get down? No, see, you gotta understand you're telling the story wrong. He literally it was gonna sit and watch those fucking movies. Right. And the cat wouldn't get out of his spot, so then he's like, Well, I guess I'll go to a party. Well, no, I think he also I mean, realizes he's about to watch VHS tapes no, on Halloween. Literally like, uh. Sir Lancelot made that decision for him, and that is what he chose to do. I Look, just love talking watched, about anything, and then Niles is like, no! Yeah. I watch this movie every Halloween. I watch this movie three times a year. I watch this movie one time by Guess myself. What? I've, I've, so he goes to this party, all on his lonesome, 
it's in like some warehouse or some spooky shit like that and there's a bunch of pretentious art fucks there and i'm just yeah. gonna call them that oh, that's what they are um, they are they're just a bunch of assholes um and things just start to go amiss and it was lovely um I don't want to spoil anything. No, that's fine. It's just great. It's a funny movie. It was so funny. It's directed by Jeremy Saulnier, who also did Blue Ruin and Green Room. Room, uh, And Purple Rain. Uh, No. I I thought he had a color theme going on. Sorry. Totally different tone. So he directed a funny movie and then went on to direct some of the best films we've yeah. had in the last 10 years. Yeah. I yeah. want to throw it absolutely. out there. He is absolutely one of my favorite directors. Oh, yes. and uh, Hold the Dark, right? For Yeah. The no, Net- he did it Netflix. with, uh, yeah, with yeah. Uh, Elijah. What? Elijah. Yeah. He did a Hold the Dark. Well, I need to watch this then. Yeah. You haven't watched seen Hold the Dark? I haven't watched any of them. Uh, no, no, Wait. not. Oh, no. not into the dark. No, no. Hold, Hold the, dark. the dark. Yes, okay. I've seen that. Okay. Yes, I I wasn't crazy about that one, but it, it's good same. for Netflix it's film. Good. It's good. Um, I really, really want him to take a second from directing incredibly difficult films and just make another fun one. I don't know why. I think it's just he was so good at directing like a funny scripted film with young yeah. people. I, I just would like them to do another one. I don't care if it's in a franchise or whatever. I would literally just... He's awesome. So Him and Jim Mickle are some of the independent directors oh, I really dig. Didn't Jim Mickle just have a movie? Hit yeah, Netflix? it's on Netflix, yeah. uh, In the Shadow of the Moon, Yeah, which I haven't watched yet. The trailer, the trailer didn't really <laughs> sell me. Yeah, I was like... I'm a, but I've heard really good things. Here's so. Dexter, and then... <laughs> anyway... Okay, so uh, Murder Party is fun. It's is it on Shutter? It's on Shutter, isn't it? Yeah, I believe it's on Shutter. We own it, so that's how I watched okay. it. But I'm yeah. pretty sure it's on Shutter. It may not be on Netflix because all his yeah. movies were on Netflix for a minute. Yeah, they were for a while. Let me look one moment. Okay. Yeah, it looks as though uh, Netflix has it as well as Shutter. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, if you've never seen that movie, especially this month, give it a watch. You'll it's a great Halloween flick. It's one of my favorites. Uh, you know, give it a watch. Yeah, give it a watch. We're not from Missouri. <laughs> Miles, what's the what's the other film? Uh, you yeah, watch? yeah. So today I checked out uh uh, 2000, I think it was 2006. Yes, it is. Hatchet. What'd you think? I, I was pleasantly surprised. I cannot believe I haven't seen this movie. How about I say it like that? It was a uh, generic script. Yeah, I think you yeah. said sit- sitcoms kind of script. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's cool. It takes place in New Orleans. You got the Mardi Gras vibe. New Orleans. And then, but then there's like almost like a Halloween vibe towards the, I don't know how that's possible. Oh, it takes place on Halloween, doesn't it? No, it, they are actually at like Mardi, at Gras, Mardi Gras. But then, like, they, so there's Victor, a whole thing of like Adam shit. Green playing so, a frat bro. Like, yeah. So does he barf Victor something? Crawley uh, was mur or was hatcheted on Halloween. <laughs> on Halloween, that's yes. why it keeps going back to flashbacks. Okay, oh, okay, oh, that's the Jack Lantern. Huh. Okay. So that's oh, cool. Oh. You know, a little aesthetic for my first day of Halloween. For watch. some reason, I thought it took place on Halloween. I apologize. No, because there's a Jack Lantern. Damn it, yeah. Andrew. Anyways. I would love uh, that, that trivia question. So yeah, it's super generic. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of um, like <laughs> road trip. 
like you know <laughs> a little bit like the, it's just that era so it's like you know buddies and you know frat boys and it's it's whatever but it's not terrible in script wise it's just yeah. generic well it's and then you get this cool little bayou story and you know once you actually see some action and some some actual violence some of those are phenomenal. Like yes. the lady's head getting ripped half. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. That thing's... I, I was like... Uh, yeah. Uncomfortable. That, um, my jaw like locked up a little bit. After I, I like, bought that on DVD, I gave it to some coworkers at the time because they watched some slasher movie. They were like, this sucked. And I gave them that. And apparently they were just like, whoa. It, <laughs> it's one of those... I'm like weirded out that I didn't see. I think I saw all of those movies. Like Wrong Turn. All that bullshit that came out around that era. Yeah. So it's like... How did I not watch this? This is really not that bad. I I added it to the queue to buy, so I don't know what I, I don't know if I need a second or third or fourth one. Well, um, but I like those. the second one. Okay, I like the second one as well. Third one, I, I didn't kinda, mind. I think I like the second one more than the first one. Okay, I have to rewatch. It, it's one of those things. I'll, three. I would like to watch them, but I just it's one of those when it ended, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, that would be awesome if it was just that movie. I yeah, think, but I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, if you like, you, you want to watch a nice like, um, you know, college age slasher, give it a go. It's it's not bad. It's fun watch. I'd definitely be a fun group watch. So oh yeah, once the kills start happening, that yeah, is definitely it's, it's kind of a blast. Yeah. So cool. Uh, so I watched Shutter's Creep Show. Oh yeah, the first episode. Um, mixed feelings to be honest. Like, um, has anyone else watched it? No. I uh, just watched it today. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the creep looks okay, <laughs> but very stilted, even though like you look at the original movie, same thing. It's yeah. like a puppet, um, you know? But I feel... Oh, okay, now I know another movie I'll talk about. I Sorry. F- I feel that in the movie, it's more cinematic and blended better He's in the background. barely in that fucking movie. No, though. I know. The, I'm like, just saying, and I, I think that's where its strength is is that you barely see him and it's also through a window and it's not right up in your face with that said i mean this is just a device to get the story going he doesn't talk or anything so that's fine it's not like creep show 2 where with tom savini as the creep delivering the comics hi tom hi tom he'll be at texas frightmare so you can say hi oh hi tom (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's funny you should just go to every convention and just keep annoying the shit out of him so um yeah the first story is directed by greg nicotero and it's an adaptation of stephen king's gray matter which is kind of an okay story um that's- it's it's almost like the jordy verrill story but it is a little different i I guess I looked at it as like an allegory for alcoholism. It is. And it, well, it very much yeah, is. It absolutely is. Right. I just want to throw out, that's my next chapter of Night Shift that I'm reading currently. Oh, okay. It's great matter. So. The, the last, you know, when you get the reveal of yeah. the monster, that was pretty cool. I was absolutely, like, oh, that's really yeah. done pretty well. But um, the acting's very stilted. Tobin Bell's like in it and not doing a great job. Adrian Barbeau's <laughs> kind of just there. Um, I don't know. The acting just doesn't feel great in yeah. that first one. The second story, it's better, and kudos to the to the um, young actress. 
Yeah, she was great. She was pretty convincing, um, and I liked the story better. And it's directed by John Harrison, who directed Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, and also composed Creepshow. And yeah. that's another gripe I have about Creepshow is the, the music, music is shit. It it's is. it's co composed by Tyler Bates, and there Isn't is no it, uh, recognizable theme. Rick Wakeman. He does the second the second film. Yeah. film. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the second story is about a dollhouse and a mysterious head that pops up like a disembodied head and it keeps floating around like not floating but it keeps appearing in different spots in the dollhouse yeah a girl has this super nice dollhouse and um every time she opens it she sees like well she they puts, move in she different puts positions. the dolls like to sleep there's like a mom dad and a kid wakes up they're like startled out of bed and she sees this decapitated head sitting on a table and she's like where did you come from yeah, so it's essentially every time she opens up the dollhouse, she's kind of stopping life within the dollhouse of sorts. You guys are scaring me right now. But it's really good. It is really, yeah. really excellent. <laughs> and except for the ending, the ending's kind of just like, oh, really? The, the, My overall issue with Creep Show is it doesn't feel like a love letter to the EC comics. I which mean, is, or the, to, even there's the movie? no come up it's. Oh, so not even like the movies. Huh. Okay. Well, and maybe that's different with them. Granted, that one's an original story. Yes. But like Stephen King's short story, there's not going to be a comeuppance. Right, right, right. Um, but I mean, the I whole reason like, like Creepshow came about was because of the love of VC Comics. Well, yes, absolutely. But I mean, even if like, if you look at those other horror comics, because EC really only took up like 7 to 10% of horror comics at the time. Sure. Like, none of those, no one else was giving people just dessert, like, doing the comeuppance thing. Right, right. That was, like, an EC That was a trademark. staple. Yeah, yeah staple. Yeah. So I can look at it as, like, still comic-like. Yeah, like, kind of the very end of it was, like, the way it ended, but it's also, like, uh, you could look at it as, like, a shitty comic. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's a solid start uh, overall. But I will say, if it didn't have that second story, I'd be a little more leery. concerned. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you ever finish any more Twilight Zone? Did you watch more other than like the first like three? What are you talking about of the show? I've seen tons. I've seen them all, probably. I've seen them all. Oh, of the the the, the new oh the new one with yeah. uh, Jordan Peele. Oh. No, no, I have not. That's yeah. what I was bringing up because I mean, this okay. is kind of like you know, I assumed <laughs> that's true. I there, guess we should have totally nerded out. E- excuse me, can you specify the eighties? No, you're just, fine, man. I just you know, obviously, there's clearly going. This is a thing. Yeah, that's ha- I mean, other than just the fact that horror is becoming part of mainstream culture, right. I feel like it is. But I mean, the other thing that I worry about that I feel that is kind of Why happening with Creepshow is that uh, because of budget constraints that we're doing short films and retrofitting them into anthology stories. And there's not a lot of cohesiveness with that. Yeah, like... Um, but didn't they do that originally in the 80s with like some of the... You know, like a lot of the movies that existed that were anthologies were just literally like, epi- no. like they were trying out pilots and the well, pilots failed. That was so that- more so there was, was nightmares. Yeah, yeah. Which was going body to be- bags. Yeah, that's, that, what that's different. But that's that what was I was referring different. to. It's and like that the- was not the 80s. It was 90s. Right. Okay. But Sorry. The, Sorry. I mean, I'm just saying like. 
Tales from the Dark Side, right? Oh, the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's a movie, it's yeah. all one cohesive thing. No, like, no, even absolutely. the TV show, right. it all fits a certain theme and aesthetic. And Tales from the Crypt, it's like that too. It's you know, right. even though it's it's got the come up bits, it's got right. the well, because that's EC. It's hard oh. to say that you know, Creep Show isn't going to do that, judging it off of two episodes. But who knows? That's just my initial thoughts on it. I mean, you look at it like usually the first episode is supposed to be the gold, right? That was the. Uh, yeah. I mean, it should yeah. be right. Well, speaking of, I watched Creep Show two last week. Ooh. <laughs> Are we Skeksis in here? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it had been a while since I've watched it. Probably last time was at a dead zone. Yeah. Um, do you own it or did you stream it? I watched it on Tubi TV. They have a app Roku, on Roku. Yeah. yeah. Um. Poltergeist actually, 3 is also on that. They've got quite a bit of good stuff. If you want to watch the Howling 3 through like 6, it's up there. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Nah, I don't know about that. You don't want to. Yeah. Not that big of a fan of the first one. Anyways, um, but like I said, it's been a while probably since I've seen it. Um, What's your favorite uh, segment? I know it's everyone's, but the raft is so good. So good. So very good. I do like uh, the That's hitchhiker as well. Skeleton crew, isn't it? The Stephen King... I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it is. is it? Okay. I think it's in Skeleton Crew. Anyway, because I thought the whole idea was that it's three uh, stories that were going to be in the original that they cut. Oh, has I anybody heard that? that? No, like, uh, theory? no, no, no. The no. Wooden Indian. The only Old the only thing that I've head. remember is like Tales from the Dark Side. The movie is essentially Creepshow three. Yes. Because it's the same producers. In yeah, the no, movie. I could. Yeah, that. they just couldn't get the rights. Right. Isn't that the whole reason they did Tales from the Dark Side? Because they couldn't do Creep Show as a TV show back then? Yeah, I think. I don't know. I can't remember all the nonsense. Why can you not remember all the nonsense? Do you know what we have coming up? Well, part of me is like, I keep wanting to say because it's a Laurel production, but that's not the case either because Rubenstein is... Oh, boy. Fuck. Rubenstein is... uh, Part of the Tales from the Crypt. It's actually his production, or Tales dark from the Crypt. Side. Tales from the Dark Side. So, huh? Interesting. I don't know why it's not Creepshow Three, unless some of the producers from Two uh, said no, you can't do. So, it did they Creepshow do 3. the movie first and then the show? What Tales from the Dark Side? No, the show was first. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, it's you know. I do have the soundtrack, so I do uh, play that every once in a while. Probably not as much as I play the first one. Yeah, the first one is primo. So good. It's really good. That's why I was kind of upset. Like, John Harrison directed that second episode of the Shutter series. It's like... And he didn't. I understand do the if maybe they don't have the rights to get the theme from Possibly. the first one, but why not? Yeah, have John Harrison like compose something compose else. Compose something. Yeah. Has he composed anything lately? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Same, because he did. So he did Day of the Dead and Creep Shows uh, compositions. Yes, but he didn't do any compositions. I don't think for Tales from the Dark Side. No, the movie no. at least. So anyway, yeah. Creep Show too. Uh, Creep Show too on Tubi. Yeah, Rian. Uh, I think the movie that I was most excited about on my watch list that I'm talking about today is 1978's Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which is on Hulu, and it's something that I've always wanted to watch, and I haven't known anything about it. 
Niles, you've seen it, right? No, he has not. Oh. She watched I gave it me. to him Idiot. for homework today, yeah. and yeah. he said nay. And he watched Why did you say nay? I want he's a horse. I wanted to watch Love Island. I watched Love Island. But you say nay like you're never going to watch flags. Dude. I really would love to watch this. Uh, it looks great. It's got mm. Donald Sutherland, right? Yeah, it's yeah. my movie to so talk I about. Like, so I like um, that. <laughs> wow. Really? So, what did you think? I thought it was phenomenal. Uh, not only does it have Donald Sutherland in it, but it also has Brooke Adams and uh, un- yeah. uncredited actor in the trailer is Jeff fucking Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was so funny that he was not even mentioned in the trailer. You do see him, but he's yeah. like nobody then. Yeah, well, this was... Because they made a big hype about Veronica Cartwright. Well, yeah, no, Brooke. not even necessarily her, but like uh, Leonard Nimoy of all people. Oh, yeah, fucking Leonard yeah, Nimoy. Yeah, the guy who was in some like influential sci-fi show in right. a remake of a classic sci-fi movie. And I mean, would honestly, that. he was like in the movie for like a total of like three minutes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I'm but getting at. Yeah, he yeah. does play an important role. He does. So He's an important guy. He is very important. He is Leonard fucking Nimoy. Um, but I thought this movie was enthralling. I was sucked in the whole time. Yeah. Did you ever see the original one? No, I have not okay. seen the original, but I've seen like oh, really? shitty... I've seen the Original. Wow. Can you? Wow. Can you just? Can you just shut? 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 Please shut your shut your mouth. You're coming off as stupid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've seen shitty remakes of this movie. Yeah. Um, that was a Step Brothers reference. Oh, I got those it. Of you, Pan. Got him. <laughs> um. Anyway, I highly suggest watching this movie just because it was. So good, especially for 78. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's there's good, good movies in the 70s. It's a good year. There's 78 was a great year. Shut up. You weren't alive. <laughs> <laughs> no one here was. Um, nope. Honestly, up till the very end, I thought this movie was really great. And Oh, you my, didn't like the end? No, I'm saying up, oh, okay, uh, all okay, the way okay. through okay. the end, it was phenomenal. I loved the ending because yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just because it was not... The dynamic that uh-huh. I was thinking, I thought it was going to be the other way around, and I don't want to ruin anything for those who haven't seen it. I.e., my darling husband, whom I love very much. He doesn't care. He's no, just he doesn't who care. had He's that? Uh, who had that T-shirt forever? That was basically the ending of the movie. Oh, I don't know. I forget. You mean the Donald Sutherland still? Yeah. Yeah. There I don't was, know. I don't know if it was like early fright, or not uh, rotten cotton or something. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Just him screaming. Yeah. yeah. That one. I've seen yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hmm. Remember when we tried not to? Hmm. Ruin a movie that's hmm. 40 years old. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Whatever. Niles, what did you watch? Um, so I finally checked out the space thriller Event Horizon. I love how you build it. It has been a hot <sighs> minute since I've seen it. The space thriller. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> if you took the movie Aliens... And you took the movie Hellraiser and made a movie. It's called Event Horizon. But no, yeah, so it, it's definitely entertaining. I think it's one of those, I've seen a lot of those kind of movies, especially since 2000. I feel like, uh, was it um, Pandorum was a lot yeah, like that. Yeah, I really like Pandorum. And I do too. I only saw it that once in it the was, theater. It was cool. I just bought it semi-recently. Um, I, I think a lot of the Sam Neill, like... <laughs> Parts were pretty over the top. 
I don't even know. I, I guess it's just it is what it is, but it was kind of ridiculous at times. Um, I saw it coming most of the time. The story, the the main story is great. The, er, yeah. Everybody else, it doesn't, you know, they're just like talking and like it doesn't matter. Like you're just like, okay, hello, character. You're just a body count. <laughs> You know, like that kind character. of a, th- you know, and then like there's times where I'm NPC. like, oh, it's like the Matrix. You know, you got like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's a very fun watch, um, and it's cool to watch Sam Neill turn into this like monster, basically. So, I but, love Event Horizon. I dig it. I love it, space horror. It's problematic. Don't get me wrong. It's I'm not saying it's perfect. There's some script that's pretty damn. Well, I would love I to see the, the you know. Quote, That's unquote, not his cut. Right? Yeah, I would love to see that. I don't think we'll ever get it. You want to know a really dumb fact about that movie? What's so that? after Mortal Kombat, uh, Paul Davis Anderson was asked to do, do X Men, hmm. and he didn't really feel like making another PG thirteen movie. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Cool. So that's all I have to say about. It. I say if you haven't seen it and you like a space horror. Or you like Hellraiser. Or you like yeah. a Hellraiser. And you don't like Bloodline for some reason. <laughs> then, this, <laughs> then Event Horizon is for you. Uh, it's a better Hellraiser knockoff than The Void. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's true. I didn't like that one either. I know. Mm. It's okay. Okay. Well, all right. That's what we've been watching in between the recordings of the episodes. Let's get up in em get. Okay, so this segment, we're going to go ahead and talk about Jack Hill's Spider-Baby. How many, uh, any first-time watchers here? Yep, right here. Holler. Not me. Yeah, okay. So, uh, unfortunately, we did lose Sid Haig um, fairly recently, and uh, this is a movie, so my story with this is that I've always heard about Spider-Baby, and this was, I guess, 2006 when Dark Sky put out their DVD of it, and I was able to, I think I rented it from Netflix, and uh, I saw it the night before I met Sid Haig at Texas Frightmare, the very first Texas Frightmare weekend. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Because I knew Sid Haig from, like, the Roger Corman films and other films that Jack Hill, you know, directed, like, Big Dollhouse and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Um, but uh coffee coffee yeah coffee uh but and obviously like his resurgence at that point was you know captain spald no captain spalding (laughs) and house of houses yeah okay he was was like house well he was on the hugh laurie show too right devil's rejects oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. that that's what just came out so um yeah, I brought my Devil's Rejects DVD, but after watching Spider Baby, it's like fuck. I wish I would have just bought this damn thing because I Only really you were liked at a him. convention where you could have yeah. bought it. I really liked him in Spider Baby quite yeah. a bit. Um, even though I would, I think it's safe to say it's not necessarily his will. No, his it's really all. not. But it's was it? It was one of his first films. I know he's doing yeah. A, Quite he a bit had, of TV. He had so prior to that, he had three films he was doing. He went to school 
and Jack Hill was one of his friends in school, so he was uh, like kind of was like, that USC. It's the same one that um, Carpenter. Nope. nope. It's the same one that Dustin Hoffman, Gene Hackman all oh, went fuck, to. I don't remember. It was a, it was a, called a Playhouse. It was something Playhouse. Oh, okay, okay. It was Pee-wee. in yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So he was going to school there, I guess, and uh, yeah, Jack Hill was like one of his buddies. He was in another of Jack Hill's film, mm-hmm. earlier films He's and small and yeah. small college films. He was also right. in those, and I think this was his first like kind of majorish role. I mean, he's yeah. one of three. He but, doesn't really have any speaking parts in it, but no, he goes full. Uh, Niles. Whoa. Full Niles. Yes, he does go full Niles. Full, Niles. full Mary. Full Mary. I was going to say it. He had Mary okay. syndrome. Mary syndrome. Did they make that up for this movie? Yes. What do you think? Because yes. it is all exclusive to the Mary family. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I didn't say anything bad. It's almost <laughs> like he didn't pay attention whenever Peter was telling the story of the Mary family yeah, at the very the beginning. beginning. Oh, at the I end. was listening. I think it's He was handsome. He was so handsome. Yeah, I, I Peter. I really like his character, even though like he's the dumb go lucky. He's just so easygoing. Like, How oh, could you I not like, like you, it? girls. You know, yeah. I like spiders. Oh, Uncle like Peter's. <laughs> but yeah, um, they it, really liked Uncle Peter. <laughs> it's a very cool movie that is obviously done on a pretty low budget, and uh, it was like sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, which. Lon Chaney, I think alone, he was only going to get paid like twenty five hundred. And I remember when they first asked him, his agent basically said, "No, he requires more money. This is a Universal monster star you're dealing with." Yeah, yeah. but and then Lon Chaney, like essentially, Jack Hill was trying to get. He was like, "Okay, who else could we get?" Uh, like not David Carradine, but um, John Carradine. John Carradine. Oh, okay. And Surprised he's, he's like, not in this. He's in everything. Right. He was going to get John Carradine, even though he really didn't see him in this role. Right. He was like, oh, well, we need kind of a name, right? Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, John Carradine's agent was also Lon Chaney Jr.'s agent. Uh. So, uh, so when they called about Carradine, they were like, oh, well, Lon said he'll do it for 2500 He really loved the script. So... Uh, so that worked out, and you know, also I think a lot of people know this with Lon Chaney's career. He was not necessarily a recovering alcoholic. He was now hiding, trying to hide his alcoholism. Yeah, and I think the story that's told in one of the special features on Arrow is that he would ch- get all the juice out of oranges mm. and pour vodka in them, and he would just eat oranges. So it's just like, oh, he really liked. Oranges, but he was getting his yeah. vodka fix. Yeah. That's oh, what we're doing really? this weekend at Six Flags. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no this this film. I remember seeing it. You know, right before seeing Sid Hagen, I thought it. Was, I was just blown away. It was a gem. I love this movie. I saw this. Um, I want to say back in two thousand seven. Yeah, I bought a fifteen movie collection at vintage vinyl that was called weird cinema featured spider baby santa claus conquers the martians <laughs> the sadist carnival of souls oh that's uh movie. the terror of tiny town and uh they the man who killed not the man who killed hitler but like they <laughs> they saved hitler's brain or yeah, something yeah. like that yeah i remember that some goofy movie where they murder Hitler but then like use a body double I don't know <laughs> um, 
heard, you know, had heard of, I knew who Jack Hill was, had never right. really, um, had seen kind of all his black exploitation stuff he had done primarily. Wasn't this um, his first film? Um, no, it was his like fourth, but he oh, also, but it was like, but what did he do before this? That so hold on now, I think this might have no, been but his first feature. I'd yeah, because I'd seen like coffee and basically being um, god damn it, he did other his one? other his. I'll be honest, the big one that he did that was also horror themed was a movie called Bloodbath. Oh, okay, but oh, here's yeah. here's the complicated history on that. There's like three different directors with that: Stephanie Rothman, yeah. Jack Hill, and. Uh, who's the third one? Shit, well, I forget. I'll just say that. But it was Sig Haig was also in that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and it came out years before this. So, well, yeah, but he, he had in been, terms of it was an earlier Jack Hill film I had not seen. Um, right, no, I know. So I watched it shortly after buying it and enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, especially, but hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, yeah. Bloodbath, from what I remember. Here, here's the other thing. <laughs> Spider Baby was made in 1964. Yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't uh, come out until 1968. Uh-huh. And Bloodbath, I think, is like 1966. But also, I can't remember when they started filming that because the whole story behind Bloodbath is Roger Corman had a whole bunch of snippets from different sets. And they, it's, it, I think it was like a whole bunch of scenes from two different movies that were incomplete. <laughs> And he that mashed them. Sound like Corman at he all? He mashed them together and filmed new scenes to make a cohesive film, but it's still a <laughs> fucking mess of a film, right? Um, which you know, it's a mess of a film because it is a mess of a film. You can't, you can't just do that and salvage it. But that's what Corman did so well with his money investments. Is that like, well, I can't take a complete bath on this. No pun intended. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but, but uh, I will take this and not take a complete loss and make a film out of it. And I think they yeah. even marketed it as two separate films. But anyway, that's Bloodbath. Let's get back to Spider Baby. Um, Are we going to talk about when he was on Batman as one of King Tut's? No, henchmen? we're going to talk about horror. What? <laughs> Sid Haig? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can. No, that's no all you I just mentioned it. Okay, I just cool, mentioned great. it. Cool. <laughs> Do we want to get into the movie? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, so if you're not familiar with Spider Baby, I definitely don't want to like go plot by plot with it, but the basic gist of it is that Lon Chaney is a caretaker slash chauffeur. He used to be the chauffeur and now he's the caretaker of these three children that suffer from Mary Syndrome. And what Mary Syndrome is, as he later explains, like about 20 minutes into the movie. Uh, it's explained at the beginning, yo. Oh, it is kind yeah. of explained in the beginning, but then he like personalizes no no (laughs) he gets into specifics about it how they grow like it starts in childhood and as they grow older it's a regression i don't okay so here's the thing that i and i know i'm like nitpicking this Mm -hmm. exploitation movie from 64 but how the fuck does this start at 10 and then they regress and somehow it gets worse and worse like I don't know. Let's it's just like, buy it. Yeah, it's like so. Yeah. The idea is, it's almost like they don't get like dementia, but they get like this. It's a deterioration of the brain, so they almost become zombie esque. So they not- do mention in the film that it's 
primarily due to inbreeding. Oh. So oh, yeah. if you pay attention to anything about royals, mm. you will know that, you know, there's a history Blue of them bloods. inbreeding and then people maybe not being of um, the most sound mind. Right. And let's not forget right. Uncle Ned, Ned Uncle downstairs. Ned. Yeah. Right? So... Anyway, uh, they they do allude to cannibalism, and yeah, it seems like there's some murderous tendencies as well. Yes. Uh, I mean, the, the thing, the movie starts off with a murder. That first murder yeah. was so shocking Didn't to me. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. I was so surprised, and also for the era that this was made, and I know that censorship was such a big thing, I was surprised that as much made it into the movie that did. And I think that's... For me, the first time I saw it, the most striking when she has the net and the two knives playing the, Spidey. Yeah, I love that character, Virginia. Yeah, absolutely, Virginia's great. The the intro is funny because it felt very t- to me like an Abbott Costello situation yes. where I'm watching, watching kind of, the yeah. poor like you know well, unfortunately well, like cat you know typecast uh, black yeah. guy showing up like well being that's funny silly. that you bring that up. So the actor is I think uh, Mantan Moreland. Yeah, and he's in a and ton of shit. He's in tons of stuff. He's in a lot of Charlie. Chan yep. stuff where he is playing that stereotypical black gentleman yeah. who yeah. is scared of everything yeah. and Big trying to be the comic and... relief basically. So so he's kind of carrying over that stereotype in here and that's something Jack Hill wanted to kind of bring some familiarity at and, the time. And knock off. And knock first. off and kind of make fun of as well. No, no, but literally oh, kill him no, off. No, I know, I know, I know. First. But, but it's a familiarity with the uh, with audiences because the rest of the story is very unique and quirky, and especially for 1964 slash 1968, whenever it was released. I mean, Psycho was 1960, so I, you also feel a little bit of yeah. Well, I think parallels and echoes. What to I it. see in it is I see you know hippie Manson family that era mm. very much incorporated into this. I mean, this is the same area of California that this yeah. is being shot, and this is definitely like you can tell like both the girls are like almost like love child kind of a you know togetherness how they're dressed. I think it plays into that, but then you know at the same time it's got this silly damn soundtrack that just feels like you're watching the Munsters. Yeah. That xylophone, though. Yeah, it's it's very it's very. For the first time watching it, I will say, I did not expect it to be as dark as it was, but also as funny as it was. It's so, a very quirky movie. It's yeah, just strange. And it, I mean, my only I, this is a new era of film for me. I've never really looked into a lot of '60s film. I think the first thing I watched this year that I, I can really compare this as like maybe a double feature was Bucket of Blood because it yeah. still has that yeah. like hip cat kind of but like you know 60s vibe to it yeah yeah and that house does that house look familiar to anybody it does yeah in it, fact this is <laughs> this is dating the destroy the brain Instagram uh-oh. when I used to do Friday Fright Facts yeah uh, I remember that. that house is actually featured in Insidious Chapter 2 and it's also in Silent Scream. It's a very oh, famous location in Highland Park, in Scream, California. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's used in a couple of other movies, but um, anyway, it's it's a very famous location. And what Jack Hill does is make it seem like it's this location, like secluded location, but it's it's yeah. totally not. It's like in downtown L.A. pretty much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I the movie starts off with. 
um, <laughs> this poor man, this poor mailman going in, giving a whole shtick, like, please let somebody be home. And he's just trying to deliver a mail. Well, the mail is from this lawyer that is essentially trying to settle the Mary estate and uh, I guess effectively kick out Bruno, who is Lon Chaney's character and the caregiver of these three children, and then get proper, quote-unquote, proper care for the children. Um, So he drags along the aunt and uncle. Right. To do so. Yeah. Right. Right. It reminded me a lot of the plot of Casper. I want to throw it out there. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. Um, but yeah, so uh, the first Mary character that we see is um, Virginia, played by Jill Banner, or yeah, Jill Banner, who I love. I think she is the highlight of the movie other than Uncle Peter. Um, yeah. And it's sad because I think she died in the early 80s. I know she died in a car accident. She was like 35. Yeah, she died really young. And she wasn't in tons of stuff. I think she was doing some TV work, like uh, cop shows like Dragnet. Um, But she was in another movie... Um, fuck, I'm trying to remember. It's Hunters not... are for killing. The stranger returns. The president's analyst. Pre- uh, who's in oh, that? Yes, uh, Coburn, analyst. right? James Co- Coburn. Let me look. I think it's James. James Cor- Coburn. Yes, cool. as Doctor oh. Sydney something. Yeah, she is. Oh, she is gorgeous Sydney. in that movie. Uh, in Spider Baby, like I said, it was filmed in '64. Didn't come out until '68, and she lied about her age. Uh, she definitely she, looks very young. Yeah, she's either 17 or 18, which I would think that 18's okay, but uh, apparently she told him th- that she was like 20 or something to yeah. get the job. But <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, she she looks great in other movies. I mean, she looks decent in this. But She's gorgeous. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying like they don't pretty her up in Spider Baby. Well, right? she's supposed to be a... Right freaking cannibal right so. exactly and that's the other thing and she's supposed to be kind of psychotic so like the makeup she eats spiders yeah <laughs> she eats bugs right? so many bugs <laughs> um but yeah uh lon cheney jr i guess chauffeurs the lawyer and his secretary to the house um i don't know how that really worked out that no, that's one thing that they show get... up i thought they show up in a separate car so the uncle and the aunt show up in one okay. car and then it kind of cuts to him chauffeuring the lawyer and his secretary. Uh, I don't know if like yeah. he met up with them at the end of the road. I'm not well, sure. Well, he did open that envelope that said that they were coming. So right. maybe he, so it I was like, he, hey, it was I coming like at the, the train day. station. It was coming like, maybe. No, because the letter was, when they were visiting, was delivered the day of. Because right. he's like, oh, right. that's today. Yeah, that's today. Everybody act normal. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was like, <laughs> we're going to have to keep a... A lot of secrets yeah. today. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how the lawyer and the receptionist or whatever, it, the secretary yeah. ended it up in the car. It doesn't necessarily matter, but the lawyer is trying to settle the estate and um, he knows about the three surviving children, but he also asks about yeah, Uncle Ned okay. and... Uh, One of the aunts, I'm guessing. Yeah. really know where yeah, Uncle Ed there's, is. There's two aunts and an uncle, and what he says is that they're at a, uh, I would assume like a home. That yeah. was like yeah, kind of like yeah. what he yeah. implied. They're at a better facility. Right. A more sophisticated facility, I think <laughs> is what he says. <laughs> but um, yeah, as, and essentially it kind of almost becomes like the old spook house 
uh, formula where uh, the lawyer, they, they're invited to dinner, so now the Marys have to catch dinner, and uh, Ralph, it, who is Sid Haig, yeah. uh, again, just this kind of presence on the film. Uh, very skinny Sid Haig, if you've never he's seen He's such a baby. Yeah, he yeah. is. But he's still got the same face. Well, sort of. I he's mean, still the same person. So well, you know, no, I know. But you don't. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like his body looks like a young, kind of early twenties dude. But there's the no face, mistaking that he's Sid. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, just like yeah. oh shit. It it still looks like Sid. You know, it's not like a younger version of Sid. It almost looks the same. You know, I I felt like it was one of those things that they you know they were definitely trying to like I don't know how to say like pinhead without saying it like mean, but like. I, I mean, yeah. the freaks kind of character. He has a unique I felt look. Like, I think that was what they were playing up, like yeah, almost like for a, sure. from like with freaks. the shaved head. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, they they have to catch dinner and they catch dinner and like <laughs> Uncle Peter, man, he is such a swell dude. He's, he's like, oh, this looks great. Well, you yeah. don't know what you're missing. And meanwhile, he's like cutting off the smallest slices of this rabbit, which I guess was the cat. I mean, that's what I got out of it. It was definitely a cat. Yeah, yeah. Was, they, they, yeah. they sold it as a rabbit, but it was definitely a kitty cat. Right. I mean, it's basically all the same anyway. Meat's meat, right? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it was, so the, the dinner can, was Let's compiled see. of a uh, nice, it looked like almost like a coleslaw made of um, spiders and other bugs. <laughs> there was a Weeds. De- a dead uh, roasted cat and then uh, a bag. Uh, basically, I would say it's like a bag Mushrooms. of like what you would throw away from your uh, mower after you got done mowing. Right. The yard, right, and, yeah. and that was about it. Oh yeah, there was mushrooms as well. Sautéed <laughs> yeah. um, fungus. Yeah, yeah. I they, thought it was like mushroom souffle or something. Something. No, it was sautéed fungus. Okay. He was All basically right. Lon Chaney's character was basically playing it off as that if they have a particular diet because it would slow the process of the Mary syndrome, and that's why they eat what they eat. But we all know it's just they're just eating people. Well, there. I mean, here's the other thing: is like, yeah, I think he kind of also alludes to the cannibalism angle. Yeah, he says that. they have to be yeah. fresh flesh, otherwise, right. anything dead. Well, no, he says like uh, it's an austere diet. Yeah, they make the they make the um, stick tata. They make the comparison to lions. Like once they get a taste of blood, they won't let go. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, um, then <laughs> the lawyer. And the aunt who kind of team up, right? Um, and then the secretary and Uncle Peter. Hmm. Well, they they take off. No, they take off and they decide the other couple, the aunt and they're not even a couple. Mr. The Schlock. aunt and Mr. Schlocker uh, decide to stay the night and it doesn't go well. There's regret. <laughs> there, <laughs> there is regret, regret to be had. Oops. I just want to throw out, so it all starts so after dinner. You got the aunt going upstairs, and she's definitely having a moment with herself. She's hell yeah. She so is. she's decided that she's going to get into her negligee. So she's clearly gl- going through someone's closet there. So do you guys know who that is as well? No, Carol Omhart. She doesn't look familiar from another horror film. <sighs> she's in a lot of Don't stuff, isn't she? Shit. She's in tons of stuff, right? But. House on the Haunted Hill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Vincent Price, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With our homeboy. Our literal homeboy. We are an Arnold, sir. Oh, How dare fuck you? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yes, yeah, she is uh she gets in her sexy time clothing, which is weird, and then she ah. finds 
what? A fun bit of trivia that I read about oh. that was that Jack Hill, the director, actually went to Fredericks of Hollywood with her to go oh. shopping oh. for her yeah. costume, yeah, which sounds a, a bit creepy. But I mean, it's at least she got. Well, I think at least she got to pick what she wore, and it looked yeah. phenomenal. I will yeah, say, yeah. she looked great. She was yeah. smoking hot. Because I mean, I think she was only thirty-seven. I don't care how old she was. She looked great. Um, but I vaguely... She was like a blonde bombshell. She was totally a bombshell. Did you yeah. see how no, she it, looked? Like in the in the 50s. I, I did. think she was... She was part of that group. Okay. If I'm remembering correctly. Of, of attractive women in the 1950s? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Attractive women of the 50s. I've heard about this group. I'm just talking like Marilyn Monroe, <laughs> James, Jane she, Mansfield. She ain't no Marilyn Monroe. I'm just I, saying... She, I get what you're saying. She got equated to those... Types of bump. She hey, had a figure. Uh, yeah. Don't appreciate the erasure of Mamie Van Doren. Right. Well, which is it. funny because, like, when she walks in, you don't see that figure. She's no. very uptight. Oh, she's very stuffy. Cold. Stuffy. But she then, yeah, once, once the black lingerie comes on, it's like, whoa, buddy. We which assume it's black. Yeah. No, it's totally, no, black. It's totally it's black. It's in black and white. It could have been like a deep burgundy. Did you notice all the women are wearing <laughs> black lingerie? Yeah. yeah. Didn't you not notice that that was a thing? Hossies. It's the yeah. 60s. It was sexy time. Um, so yeah, you had her having her moment to herself. And then you have you have old nosy, old nosy the lawyer basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not getting into what happens okay, there okay. yet. But you have the nosy lawyer going... Hmm, I'm gonna see what kind of goodies I can find in this house right. for the monies. Cause it's well, I feel like he was also nosing around because he did see Sid Haig's character doing something weird. So he was gonna figure out what the hell's going on in this house. But yeah, also money. But he ends up, yeah, basically trapped. Yeah, he basically ends up just snooping around the house. He ends up finding a box in one of the drawers that was... The ear of the poor, unfortunate mailman yeah. from the beginning, which is, whoa, and then um, ends up making his way downstairs where where he finds. Where? You can spit it out. You don't need my coaching. Well, he finds oh. the aunt and the goddamn uncle. <laughs> yeah. The two uncle aunts Ned. and the uncle. They're down there. <laughs> they're down there. And they're waiting for dinner. Yeah. And guess what? Soup's on. Soup is on. <laughs> on. That Hitler mustache is getting gobbled. Oh, God. Uh, can we say Charlie Chaplin? Wait, could you say it's getting gobbled? Whoa! Whoa! Anyway. Well, anyways, so then we uh, we get done with that scene, go back upstairs to old naughty naughty exactly. Ann upstairs. I like how I said I didn't want to go plot by plot, but that's, what, that's exactly what that's we're doing. Exactly what we're we kind of have to, don't we? Uh, I don't think so. I think we can kind of... I, I want to leave some mystery, mystery to this movie because... This I don't know. Carol didn't leave any mystery. <laughs> Anyways, Sid Haig's character... Oh, he's just going to keep going. <laughs> yeah. I won't talk about it if you don't want to talk about no, it. No, I don't think we should go play by play. We're supposed to talk about all. We are supposed to. Yeah, not talk about the movies, though. Oh. What? No, I... Andy doesn't like the play I don't want to. Yeah, I, I don't like. That. I don't want to go play by play because I don't think a lot of people have seen it. That's why we're bringing it up. It is right? available on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So anyway, that's the start slash middle of this movie. <laughs> we don't want to give any more away. Okay. Okay. Hey, Andy. So something that I thought was fun 
is that the whole time Uncle Peter and then the secretary that he's just getting drunk with at some hotel yeah, in like, the middle of town. Oh, let's go Hell to yeah. the inn. They're like talking about how they're such horror fans and yes. talking about the Wolfman and that was something that and we kind of yeah we kind of skipped over that and uh, in the dinner scene right where oh, uh, where yeah. Uncle Peter uses the same pickup line that Niles used on me. So so do you like horror? Times. It did. But uh, they're talking about, you know, the Wolfman, and then Lon Chaney's like, I think there's a full moon tonight. Yeah. Uh, or are maybe we... that's not the exact No, no, one, no. He, he, it, Pretty similar. Very yeah. similar. Yeah. But he also played the mummy. Well, right, right. Yeah. And He's that's a legend. Why he also went, what about the mummy? He was also yeah. in some Charlie Chan movies, too. But I don't throw that out there. <laughs> right. Who, Who else is in Dracula? I don't know. I don't think so. Dracula. Was, he was Alucard. What are you talking about? What? He, he really was. He played Alucard. Dracula, Swear. Dracula, Dracula. Swear. Okay. All right. Swear. You know the Dracula backwards movies? Get out of here. No, please explain. So, <laughs> so remember that time when Niles was fibbing and got caught? No, I'm not fibbing. I write swear. Write down the name Look Alucard. He was in the Alucard movies. He played Dracula. Anyways. Oh, no, he played Alucard. I'm not trying to ruin the movie, but... I want to throw out there that I've seen some Lon Chaney movies. Yeah. And this is by far one of the deepest acting scenes. I mean, there are moments where he cries and there's moments like I thought he was phenomenal in this film. I just want to throw it out there. Like when he's talking about getting the toy. Yeah. Oh, heartbreaking Heartbreaking. to see him because you know what's happening. Yeah. He's great. He just had a lot of issues. I just you could see him breaking down, but it's like. What's going on, bud? There's some deeper levels. Yeah, oh, and yeah. this is one of his last films, pretty yep. much. I mean, I know it's not exactly his last film. What was his credited last film? Like Dracula versus Frankenstein, I think. I believe so. Or I know he was also in Hillbillies and Haunted House, but I think that was... Oh, no, it's called off. Spider Baby. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm trying to... <laughs> God damn it. Get him. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, there's Hillbillies and a Haunted House. Yeah. 1967. Yeah. So, Witchcraft 1964. I think, honestly, uh, the, the biggest thing for me, like my big takeaway from this. Oh, oh, let's rewind yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. So they go back, uh, the Anne and Peter, mm-hmm. Uncle Peter, go to the inn, get sloshed and drive. So sloshed. And yeah, they're like, the 60s. Oh, oh, let's go uh, find a uh, room with some vacancy. There you go. And uh, Yeah, that whole part was strange to me. It's like you're just going to send your secretary <laughs> with this man that she's never met before to go find a hotel But the room. line that he says, oh, Anne, you're a Wolfman fan, Anne? Yeah. yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, I love this oh. man!" Uh, but yeah, they're totally drunk and they can't find a, a, a hotel room, so they end up going back to the house. And um, yeah, that, that that's all that's all we can say about that. Um, Quinn Redeker is Uncle Peter. Yes, he I is. think he is great in this movie. He <sighs> totally hams it up. Hamson. Handsome, and then uh, Beverly Washburn is Elizabeth, who is one of the married children, uh, who I think is great. And she, what's interesting, she was like a veteran actress. Yeah, worked with like Kirk Douglas and all these like classic Hollywood people. Uh, she had twenty years of experience from being a child actor to this film versus Jill Banner, who we briefly talked about, who had zero experience, lied about her age. And I feel their chemistry was 
fucking dead on. I loved watching them feed off of each other just because they were clearly sisters who were just oh, s- fucker. spiteful and vindictive. Yeah. What did Niles do? Lon Chaney was in Son of Dracula as Count Alicard. Oh, burn. Okay, cool. He just spent the last ten minutes. Yeah, Niles. remember? Yeah. Remember that <laughs> one time what? Niles was right? <laughs> that was two times now. I forgot. <laughs> He's <already>. keeping track. <laughs> He's keeping score. (laughs) Anyway, I liked how the sisters were always arguing with each other. However, they still stuck together because they are sisters. Because they're family. Right. And they have to look out for each other. He's gonna tell. And I love how Virginia, like, loves seeing Ralph. It's like, Ralph! Ralph, 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 Ralph. And then, like, when he's coming up through the dumb waiter. That little wheel. Ralph, 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 Ralph. Ralph. She introduces him. Ralph. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Jill Banner is, I think, the MVP of this movie. Um, I think she is great. I'm sad that she didn't really have the long career um, because, like I said, I think, you know, let's see. Uh, she died in 82, I believe. Uh, yeah, 82. So she was 35 years old. That sucks. Um, but. You know, I mean, she was in a few movies. I think she, like, maybe retired for a little bit. That's why she wasn't in tons of movies after this. But, um, yeah, her career should have, like, blown the doors off of shit because she is great in this movie. I think she is amazing. I think she's probably the best actress in this movie yeah, in general. Es- especially, like, whenever she has Peter Tied in, up. Her, in her snare, so to speak. Which is such a double entendre that whole conversation <laughs> it's a really like uncomfortable scene yeah yeah um, for a lot of reasons yeah well and it's it, it kind of works on multiple things because you know you're like oh shit if this happens you know we remember what bruno said earlier about the inbreeding Right. So and it was like, oh, <laughs> it was like, oh, shit, this is how it happens. You taste good, Uncle Peter. <laughs> yeah. I like the way they taste. Yeah, it's like she's either going to eat them or yeah. eat another. Whoa. Oh, yeah, so. God. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, PG. PG podcast. It was a PG movie. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I'm surprised. Well, they don't yeah, actually I mean, show anything. Well, they show well, a dismembered ear. Yeah, cut off an ear. They don't show the, but the rape no, of like, the That would aunt. be a severed yeah, ear. And that's, that was one weird scene. That was a really right? weird scene because <laughs> um, she's totally... It's insinuated that disrobed. she was definitely raped. Yes. Um, and then yeah. she comes back looking for she, she her rapist. Out. And then, yeah, she's but like... But then she screams. Oh, hey. Yeah, it was so confusing. It was I don't confusing. get that. I, it was very confusing. It was very, uh, you know, like... Um, young Frankenstein, the Madeline Kahn scene. Right? I mean, it was right. They they hook up, and then she goes, and then she's part of the. She's into it. Yeah, she's. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole whole other. But then, like, once she sees him downstairs, getting ready to like basically, I don't know, like they that the whole Anne scene where she's on the slab, and they're like going to maybe yeah i don't want to spoil shit god damn it i shouldn't even open this up but you Better kept going i didn't want up. to talk about i know it. i know i know we need to talk about horror not not movie endings okay so anyway there's a scene i okay i'm just gonna stop there that's a hard edit cool so yeah i don't know what the whole deal was with how she reacted and then she wanted to strangle him uh i mean 
even though she seemed very upset that he left, but whatever. Um, yeah. Spider Baby. Spider Baby. Highly recommended. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, you I, you can't name a film that it didn't inspire, probably. It reminded me a lot of Texas Chainsaw. It reminded me yes. a lot of House of Thousand Corpses. Hills yep, have which, eyes. Hills of eyes. Yeah. It the hills is, of thighs. It literally, if you think about family, messed up family, inbred family, cannibals, zombie hillbilly. This is it. Family. Yeah, I think this might be one of the first. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think you know. I think Rob Zombie has definitely tilted his hat towards this his whole career. It's, it's a good damn thing because he basically just ripped. This you kind of see some similarities with Baby. Oh yeah, and uh, you know Jill Banner's character, yeah. Virginia. Everything, everything about yeah, it. the yeah. way she acts, the way she kind of talks in a baby voice. Jill Banner sort of. was better. Yes, I agree. I agree. Keep talking in the baby voice, please. No, Andy. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. I don't want you. I want Andy. <laughs> oh boy, three from hell, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the new title for Spider Spider Baby. Three from, hell. Baby. three from Hell. I mean, honestly, mm, um, it's kind of relevant. Unfortunately, due to rights issues, Spider Baby will not be in the Spider Verse sequel. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom Holland's? He's not doing it. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> Niall. He said he was going to do everything. Tom Holland days <sighs> till he can't walk. <laughs> and you. They're not going to want you. Yeah. Not much longer, but I'm just going to throw it oh, out. Oh, but there. he's so cute. He is. He's a sweet little man. Mr. Stark. I don't feel so good. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah, Sid Haig is uh, pretty great in this. But, yeah, it's not his, you know, he doesn't have a speaking role. But I feel it is one of his very important parts in one of the highlights of his career. As as a first-time watcher, as a person who's seen everything he's done in the recents with Zombie, I, I... I'm glad that I got to see him at a young age. I've never seen, I, I mean, I probably have, but I don't recognize him earlier on until I've, you know, watched the Rob Zombie. Have you films. seen some of the other Jack Hill? I, I have like seen the- Kof- I've seen Coffee, and I've seen Kofe. Uh, yeah, um, and then he did the other one with uh, not. Big Bird Cage. Foxy Brown? Foxy Brown? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, he's in so Foxy I have seen Brown. that too. But I'm just saying, it's one of those things, I wasn't looking for him, so I probably didn't notice him. He's also in a an early 80s or late 70s uh, cartoon show. He was a villain in it. Oh, and yeah. I totally uh, Jason. Seen Jason in the... Shit. Oh. It, it's like Buzz Lightyear um, from Space Star Command. Star Command. Jason yeah. from Star Command or yeah. whatever. Something I've like totally that. Seen yeah. it, but he plays the villain in that the yeah. whole time. I'm pretty so. sure it's Big Birdcage and not Big Dollhouse. Yeah, he, he did. Big, he did he, Big Birdcage. Yeah. No, he also did Big Dollhouse. But I'm trying to remember his very flamboyant character. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's Big Birdcage. Okay, you should see that. I have not seen. You that. should see that. Okay, Galaxy but it was just cool to see him at a at a young age. You can tell he's a he's really trying to do this role the best he could with yeah. no lines. His his just his mannerisms and his lankiness is perfect. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, it was. I mean. As a legacy piece, it, it feels it felt good to watch him happy and and in a good role at a, such an early age. So yeah, something that I found interesting is that during like the last scene when he's struggling with his captive, is that he actually was sick with like an intense <laughs> fever the whole time, and they actually had to have a doctor on set giving him injections just so that he could stay and continue to uh, work. Holy shit. So that's what some awesome dedication. Yeah. And he was so animated the whole time in his role and he was so dedicated. Yeah. It was 
really awesome. Cool. Um, so yeah, highly recommend. Yeah, right? it yeah. was so okay. much fun to watch this movie. Yeah, neat. So Spider Baby is available on Amazon Prime if you have a subscription. It's also available on Hoopla if you have a library that services oh. Hoopla. It's also available on Tubi, Canopy, and Fandor. Uh, wow. You could also rent it wow. naturally uh, through Voodoo for like three bucks if you want. I would highly recommend just picking up the Arrow Blu-ray. It's a great yep. Blu-ray set. It's got some cool extras. Uh, some of those extras are ported over from the Dark Sky release. Uh, so yeah, Spider Baby 1964, 67, 68. I've heard all three years. It's worth a blind bry. Bry. Brain yeah. bry. Yeah, especially if Arrow has a sale going on, which they they do, do. for only UK for titles. UK titles. Uh, I don't know if it's included. No, in I looked it up all day today. I'm really pissed off. I might import that Climax Blu-ray though. I Climax. might too. I don't know. We could always buy. Blu-ray. I could always buy two and split the cost with you, bud. We could finish this episode. We could yeah. finish this episode. Sponsored by Arrow Video. Not sponsored by Arrow Video. <laughs> All right. Sponsored by Rips. Now. Please sponsor us. <laughs> Somebody. Sponsored, Somebody. Sponsored by Fetty Wap. <laughs> Jeremy, where can people find sponsored you? Sponsored by Unskinny uh I am barely on Twitter, at jbonesy. And then you changed your and name on Instagram. I changed my name on Instagram because I'm hosting my first ever pop-up and... <laughs> I don't know. So you can find me on Instagram at uh, Long Night Camp Blood. That is the name of the pop up. What? AKA Jones versus Life. AKA Jones, Jones versus Movies. Versus Death. Yeah, depending on when you listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> if it's post event, are you going to change it? We'll see. Yeah, probably. probably. Okay. Rin. You guys can find me on Instagram as Rinstelgram, R-I-N-N-S-T-L-G-R-A-M, because I do not change up my branding, bitch. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Word. Graphic. Word. You can find me on Letterboxd, Instagram, and Facebook at Niles, N-I-L-E-S, Maddox, M-A-T-T-O-X, <laughs> 22. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and wherever else. At Treefy, T-R-I-E-F-Y, you can find us all as a collective at Destroy the Brain on Twitter and Instagram on Facebook at facebook.com slash destroy the brain and our group exclusively for the podcast, facebook.com slash groups slash we need to talk about horror. Thank you guys very much. Uh, Again, October 11th and 12th is the fun house for our late night grindhouse show. At the pair, 10 p.m. start, $8 to get you in the door. Uh, say hi to our friends from the Nightmare Shop. Bring back my signs. Yeah. Bring back the fucking Friday the 13th signs, October 18th, sons of a bitch. Horror bitches. Trivia Night. Heavy October, oh, you're too low. October 18th is Horror Trivia Night at the Heavy Anchor. $10 per team, up to five people. That starts at 8 p.m. Get there a little earlier. Because yeah, we'll probably before. we'll probably start it at eight ten. We're actually going to start on. If time. you want to fucking <laughs> no eight ten p.m. No, <laughs> but if you want a seat, yeah, <laughs> in the theater seats, I would highly recommend you get there earlier because uh, they were full. Yes, they were so. stuffed. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, wow. Anyway, <laughs> and as always, you can find stuff on destroythebrain.com like uh, reviews and stuff. Reviews and stuff. That other shit. Thank you guys again. And I think the next episode is going to be Poltergeist 3. 
That's correct. Yes. They're here. Again. For the third time. This and house still isn't fucking clean. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the house is clear. The what apartment fucking is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> the, the apartment, the high-rise, the high-rise of the future. Yeah. It is. They own that. Okay. Do they? Uh, what? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, oh, just like yeah. the building. Hey, You'll find out in episode 56 of We Need to Talk <laughs> About Horror, presented Sound. by Destroy the Brain. Sounds good. Sounds good. So our killer track is the Spider Baby theme, but this one is actually done by Phantomas. And if you need a little more incentive to watch Spider Baby, the theme that plays at the beginning, which is, you know, this reworking, uh, the, the original has Lon Chaney singing along. And I think this is a perfect Halloween song. I really do. He this is definitely in the I Halloween was, mix. Uh, curious if this was on Spotify. Well, this version is. Good. He, Lon Chaney's version even alludes to the original title, which is Cannibal Orgy. G. Or the maddest story, story ever told. Screams and moans bats and bones and teenage monsters in haunted homes. The ghost on the stair, the vampires fight. Better beware, there's a full moon tonight. Yeah. God damn.